0: This is Live from the Table, bonus edition, coming at you on the Riotcast Podcast Network. Dan Natterman here, uh, with Perry L. Ashenbrand, the producer, and uh, Dov Davidoff, who joins me for these bonus episodes. Dov, how do you do?
1: How do you do? How do we all do? How does everybody do? I don't know how anybody's doing.
0: Well was coming to us. I know how your hair's doing, which is questionable. Well, the that's hair, you know, it's I mean, good. I got a haircut. It wasn't good enough for you. I get it. it. wasn't a great haircut. It's COVID-19. We do, what we, do what we can do. Um, we do what we can do. I've been cutting my own hair, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fine. And I, I don't know fine. if I'm ready to go buzz, full on buzz, but, you know, okay. that might that might be coming. I, You know, we'll see how things go. Um so how 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 have you been? Done? I haven't seen you, I guess, since last week.
1: Yeah, I guess since last week. Listen, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, look, fine overall. Uh, whatever. The most significant experience I've had in the last several days is uh, reading about the the um, <clears throat> the murder rate in New York City is a hundred percent or two hundred percent more than it was at this time last year. Over the course of uh, several months during the um, wow. About- Two months. Yeah. Yeah. There's a number of articles. I'm not making it up. Um, And then there's all of this trash and lots more homeless and which is what I predicted. Okay, so uh, I'm not opposed to racial justice. Nobody reasonable is opposed to racial justice. I am opposed to to tearing down a system without creating a supplemental system and ideally a superior system to replace it with. Because once you just remove quality of life crimes and every cop in New York City is afraid of arresting or talking to anybody non-white because they're afraid of being called a racist, the city turns into a shithole. So that's what's happening. I was here with Dinkins, I was here with Koch. It was a fucking gar- It was filled with garbage, the city. You couldn't take a kid to a park. So anyway, that's what's going on with me. How are you guys?
2: Hasn't that been going on with de Blasio for years?
1: Nowhere near as it bad as it is now, as indicated by the murder rate. In terms of my experience of garbage under the FDR drive, the city builds this beautiful setup where people can go work out. I understand, you know, sort of the disenfranchisement and poverty and racism. It's, um, it's chicken or the egg. But uh, if you don't enforce quality of life crimes, everybody lives in a shittier place and nobody gets hurt, hurt worse than the poor people <clears throat> um, who, who, you know, part of the, the movement was about, you know, defunding really meant reorganization. You can't tear down the current mousetrap without creating a better mouse.
0: Once again, Don now Don we're just in the, the
1: teardown them. phase. And so um, affluent people will continue to leave New York City. Uh, affluent people, I'm not, I don't, I, I don't feel pity for affluent people, but they are the ones that drive a lot of the tax dollars and economic dynamism in the city. So if you want to live in Baltimore or fucking East St. Louis, uh, that's going to be New York City if this continues. Ice cream.
0: Well, you're eating ice cream, Dev? Good, good. I'm eating a um,
1: the Rocky Road. I tell you, it's a Hagen rocking road. Yeah, And uh, if there's ever been a better ice cream, I haven't heard about it.
0: I enjoy Häagen-Dazs compared to Ben and Jerry's. I find it a little more dignified, a little more elegant. Ben and Jerry's is trying to—they—they come up with names like Cherry Garcia. Spare me the pop culture references. Just give me the goddamn ice cream. I could not agree more. I don't need your creative, your creative, funny, funny. like half baked or fish soup, just tell me. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the
1: kitchen sink and it's got caramel and then they add something else and backing up the garbage truck. Give me a classic conservative well, dog. You know, I, I, should,
0: I have the same problem with Geico Insurance. Are they an insurance company or do they do comedy sketches? a <laughs> well, yeah, damn bike, Geico commercial, <laughs> you got cavemen, you got they, and the they're right trying there. and they've been trying to outdo cavemen for the past yeah. twenty years. Yeah Trying yeah. find out funny caveman You're saying, yeah. you say no know, your insurance if i want comedy i'll 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 yeah. well, i'll no I'll, right. I'll i'll do that why am I? But are people saying the, this insurance company is funny? We got to get insurance from these people. We got to get involved. <clears throat> yeah, and we,
1: and if, if we're lucky, after the car accident, we may actually get to talk to a lizard about whether or not we can claim the front end of this car.
0: I, 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 you know, I, I don't want I, there's certain people that I don't need to be funny. I don't need the pilot of the plane. I don't to need deco. it.
1: I don't want you to be funny. How do you like that? You're my doctor. Don't try to be too humorous. It'll only diminish my my confidence in you. How are, so, are you, Perry? This is getting
0: back to Ben. And Perry is trying to be a little too creative. Just give me the ice cream. Yes,
1: give me the ice cream. That's
0: it. And Hagen has a dignified <laughs> company. Go ahead, Perry. You say. All right.
2: What? I say that you guys might be very um, biased because you're in the very, very small minority of people who are, um, you know, do this for a living. And so the average guy who's just, you know, yeah. they're, they're trying to connect with. The general public here—they're yeah. trying to set themselves apart from all the other ice creams. Set yourself right, right. apart
0: by delivering a quality product. Quality be it insurance or product. ice cream.
1: high level of cream, mahogany Daz, a German name never heard an ice cream. I right. don't, I don't need your, I don't need your hippie politics in my ice cream. I don't need a <laughs> cherry Garcia for God's sake. Keep and your guitar they, outside of and my then ice They
0: lecture you. Ben and Jerry's and they lecture you about what you sure. about politics.
2: Well, they're out there in the streets, those guys. They um, they are. Yeah.
0: That's fine for them to do on their own time, but just give me the ice cream. That's Keep how it I out of my ice cream.
2: But isn't this like people saying actors shouldn't have political
1: opinions? Uh, I don't mind smart ones having political opinions, but the average actor is a, you know leaves a lot to be desired in terms of the opinion itself. So I don't mind an actor having an opinion as long as they're not dopey. But yeah, everybody has a right to have an opinion in this country, unless, of course, You have an opinion about race, then then it's a major problem. You're not allowed to have that. But
0: Ben and and Jerry can have an opinion as Ben Cohen and Jerry Greenfield. They can have an opinion as Ben and Jerry's ice cream. I don't want to hear it. (laughs) But but Ben Cohen, the citizen, can have all the opinions he wants. I think I feel the same way about actors. They're human beings and they're citizens. Thus, they can have an opinion. Right. But their opinion, um, you know, but uh, don't... Uh, anyway, well, you get the idea. So, Ben don't Hagen be has always been more elegant. Uh, ben and Jerry's, it's fine, yeah. but they're, they're trying to be too cute. That's my opinion about uh, the Ice Cream Wars.
1: Yes, yes, uh, yes, yes. I just saw my son. I was just... Ariel, I never knew. I've never been around kids, and I didn't have any siblings who had kids before me, and so well, you I didn't know that a 19-year-old kid... What's that? Well, you have a sibling. You have a sibling. No, I, 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 like, I, I don't have any uh, nieces or nephews by way of a sibling, I mean.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Um, and
1: I don't have any close cousins. Long story short, I've never been around young kids. Yeah. I didn't know they make an erection. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> they make I was it surprised. I'm like you, I was an only child. I wasn't around a lot of babies. I did not know that. No. I was a big surprise.
1: My kid got out of the shower today and he was drawing, you know, on this little thing. <laughs> and I looked down. I said, oh my God! What you know? <clears throat> and then
0: he yeah. Go ahead. We're frozen with a
1: with a,
2: kick of a piece hitting a flip
1: flop. And I thought, I thought, um, you know, I don't know when it a foot finish up. starts you, or how you people froze. You froze.
2: froze. Say it again.
1: Oh no! I was saying that my kid was slapping a flip flop on the floor, and I looked down to see what he was hitting, and he had a he had a. Yeah. He had what's known as a as a as a a tadpole, but I mean it was a it was a it was a you know it was a real you could tell. I mean it was, a, it, was it was child erection, and I thought It was
2: I, shocking for me too. But you should yeah. know that because didn't you guys have erections when you were little boys?
1: Well, I don't remember from the time I was nineteen months old. I mean, I started early. I wield I wield a stiff piece from a young age, but I did. <laughs> But I don't remember that far back, you know. At nineteen, three,
2: four, five.
1: You know, I remember like having some—is it nascent? uh, Is it like an interest that I didn't understand?
2: Right. And you you have like kind of a crush. You know that it feels good. You do you remember from? Because I remember when my son was three, I had girlfriends of mine telling me they had daughters who were, you know. Rubbing yes. their vaginas what just sprayed yes, out on the couch. That. And they're like, honey, you have to do yeah. that in your room.
1: Right, right. No, no, yes, I've heard that. Or, at least, <clears throat> yeah, it's, um, but it, it's just funny to see it in person when you didn't know it, when you, you don't expect that, you know? And so apparently it's not, yeah, I mean, it isn't the result of a sexual fantasy. He was playing with a marker and a
2: flip flop, but, no, no. you know, it's, it's I mean, totally uh, physiological.
1: Totally physiological, though that that doesn't mean that Dan hasn't run around his apartment with a marker, a flip flop, and a hard on. I mean, but by him it was sexual.
0: Well, I had that happened to be my fetish, but that's a whole different. I have a marker. I have a marker fetish and a flip flop. Oh
1: that's a marker.
0: Dan, how's um, your nephew? Oh, he's fine. He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. I don't want to get into you know that necessarily, but he he had some tick bite or something, but. Um, so they were concerned about it, but he he's doing okay he's uh he's on antibiotic so uh that's that's good um
1: I don't want to get into details uh he had a tick bite he's on antibiotic that's pretty detailed I mean you could've just moved on beyond that
0: <laughs> uh well all right those are minor details no no be, uh, because I was concerned la- well, last I time. but um anyhow, yes uh, by the way we had last time we had on the um Podcast. I don't. Yeah, I know Dove doesn't is not particularly interested in pop culture necessarily. But we had Ted on Ted Lang, Ted Long. I forgot how you yeah. pronounce him. He played okay. Isaac from the Love Boat, the bartender in the Love Boat.
1: And well, I'm inter- interested in aspects of their lives. I mean, if they happen to be pop culture figures, then that could be interesting as well. because now, here's the thing. I
0: personally, personally, was interested in discussing. The Love Boat with him, and in particular, we had John Joseph on, who I handpicked because he's a cruise comic, and I thought we could discuss some of the differences between cruises in real life and what went on on The Love Boat, and maybe some of the people that uh, that Ted Lange met, because you know, everybody (laughs) did The Love Boat. I
1: think but
0: that's he, like a fun topic. But he, um, he was just off to the races. He's a perfectly nice guy. I was anybody it was? It was clear to me. I felt it was clear to me that he did not wish to talk about the love boat in any great detail because he just started in with stories about Hollywood that were interesting, but but not what I necessarily wanted. And uh, so I just kind of gave up um, and just said, "Okay, we're not going to talk about the love boat." But I, I told yes. Periel. I had told Periel prior. I said can you just email him and say, we, we'd like to talk about the love boat? Yeah. She said she didn't want to do that. So you know, I wonder and
2: Ask him if it's okay to talk about the love boat. And I said, well, why would I set somebody up to say no If he didn't want to talk about it, he would say from That's the beginning. very
1: smart. Listen, my father always said, this was a wise piece of advice, never ask a question you don't want an answer to. While but you're I, talking, I wanted her. the
0: answer to it because if the answer no, was, we're not, well, if we're not, if the answer was we're not talking about the Love Boat, I would have said, "Great, wonderful," but with all due respect, well, 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 we don't need to do this podcast. Now it so happened that he had some interesting stories anyway, which I didn't anticipate.
2: Okay. But I did, a, I did a
0: podcast years ago with uh, Henry Winkler. You know Henry Winkler; he played the Fonz. And so I was doing a podcast with Danny Lobel, who you may remember. He, he, he lives in L.A. now. Uh, and I get there, and I'm all excited to do a podcast with uh, Winkler. And Danny Lobel says, by the way, just don't bring up happy days. Don't bring up happy days. It's Henry Winkler. What the hell am I supposed to bring up? What are we talking about? He said "Well, he, he wants to talk about his new book about fishing. <laughs> I said, "Well, why are we having him on to talk about Henry Winkler to talk about fishing? This makes no of sense course, at all."
1: Of course, of course. Well, it becomes conspicuous, and so the whole time the audience is going, "When are you going to talk about happy?" Days? I mean, you know, you got to be able to thread that needle, especially if you're in the entertainment business. You know damn well what people want to talk to you about. I don't know the names guy, the name of the guy from the tugboat, the love Lumb- boat, the tugboat. Uh, is a different. That was a different.
2: That's a different show. <laughs>
1: I, I didn't grow up with television. So, yes, the love boat. It's not the tugboat. But in the, on the love boat, you know, what, he thinks you, that uh, that you want to interview him about politics. I mean, the thing is, if you're allowed to, you know, discuss the love boat for a little while, you get the questions out of the way, and then we can move right. on to that what else the guy yeah, wants to yeah, talk move about. Move
2: on out you of the know, way. But you can't, you can't open the door with somebody like that and be like, you, well, once you start I, taking things off the table, you're setting
0: right, yourself up. But you have to know up front, if, uh, if they're unwilling or don't desire to talk about these topics, it but makes I don't sense think to that know up
2: front. Because he wrote in his um, bio that he sent me, and he was... But he also
0: confused. said, when, when, you, when you, you forwarded to me several things that he wanted us to look at, including a couple of plays that he had written, and I got a spider sense, that he didn't want to talk about The Love Boat. Okay, normally I would agree with you, but I got a spider sense because of what you told it, me. It,
1: it's good radio if he doesn't want to talk about it, and you do. If you ask him beforehand, then the whole tension is gone. It's much more fun to say, hey, so about this love boat. And he goes, well, well I trust avoid it." You go, listen, what do you think that, the, you know, part of what's, what, what, what's interesting about you is the goddamn role that we all know you from. Nobody, I well, I don't. I forget the guy's name, but I, I'm sure that no, not one person in the audience is going. and I hope they talk about his playwright. No one's saying that, and he's got to know that. And hopefully, you talk well, about. The I love don't love.
0: have the. Uh, I don't have the balls to do that. You're correct. Uh, you
1: and- do have the balls. Listen to me. What do you? What do you? What do you? Uh, you're, you're a political. You know, a touchy feely political show host. Your job is to make things interesting. Hopefully, they can also be funny and engaging and dynamic. An argument—have you learned nothing from Stern? An argument is worth more
0: than him talking about playwrights. I know, but you ride. have to have the—you know—you what Stern has that we don't have is th- they got to be nice to him because he's Stern, and he can also no, no, no no no, no, no,
1: no, 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 stop, yeah. it, stop. He was—he was like that from day one. There but was, also, oh, there, if
0: they—if they leave, he's got other things he can go to. Whereas we had just booked Ted. You're right. You're right. I didn't have the balls uh to uh to, to push him You're, on to me. To you're
1: me. better off going to the other things than you are talking to him about playwriting for sixty minutes. You follow me? At least you'll get an argument out of it with the guy from
0: the tugboat. That's the that. way to do it.
2: And the I tugboat. Right, the tugboat you know was, was I-
0: another was another yeah. show that only No, that, that was
2: I feel like it's a calculated risk. You get somebody like that on. You have to assume that that's an okay question. You have to be willing to push for it. If they don't want to talk about it, they'll tell you, oh, and like Henry Winkler did.
1: That's
0: exactly right. In this case, he didn't tell us about not wanting to talk about it. You're
2: right. I think he would have talked about it. I I did
0: not get that sense. Um, Worry about what
1: sense you get. You asked. Any questions that comes to you about that love boat? Because that's what's interesting, and then we can talk about other stuff too. But I, 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 again, I thought it would be fun that.
0: too because me and uh, uh, John Joseph both worked on cruise ships. The the great contrast between a cruise ship and the love boat, for example, yeah. on a cruise ship nobody speaks English, or certainly not their native <laughs> language, and that, uh, yeah. and on the love boat everybody was American. I uh, you know from the, the bartender, the captain, but on, on the on the real ships. That's
1: already funny and interesting.
0: There's, there's, everybody speak, uh, you are the bartenders from Bosnia, Listen, you know. Not
1: addressing cruise ship culture with that guy is like talking to somebody with two heads and never asking him what it's like to have two heads. You understand? That's, you got you to address it. I don't care what he wants. I don't, we don't have to talk about it for 59 out of 60 minutes, but we have to get it out of the way.
2: I have a confession to make. Okay,
0: Perry, I well, live and learn. Perry. you have a confession.
2: I've never seen the love boat.
0: Oh, really? Well, well you're a little bit younger. You're a 41 or 42. Um, uh, you know, I guess uh, that was a little bit, you know, before you. But anybody that's, you know, an older, older generation has heard of the love boat.
2: Well, I've heard of it.
0: Yeah. She's
1: heard of it. She's not from Yugoslavia. Right. Well, has seen it,
0: I should say. But... Um, in any case, um, Did you so guys I meet out, to a,
2: Didn't you guys meet I, up in real life I, recently? Or at we the we
0: cellar? met up uh, last week for frisbee and dinner. Uh, I haven't been to the cellar yet since since the since the closure. No, the, cellar now, no, the cellar Are is now. the cellar is now open. It was, Pardon? It's open for. It's open yeah. for outdoor dining. The the, the Tree Cafe upstairs is open for outdoor oh, wow, dining. wow. Wow. All right. So um, so it might be worth know. going there just to see, you know, whoever we see. I don't Absolutely. know. Absolutely. Do you get to say hi to some
1: people? Absolutely it is. Sure. Yeah. We should go down there. We should do it Tuesday, but the won't go downtown, but hey, we'll figure it out.
0: Tuesday is tomorrow.
1: Yeah, exactly. Tomorrow. That's what I meant. Um, but, you know, this, this, I, I don't, I look, I, I, you know, I mean, if this COVID thing is this contagious in the summer, where weather is warm and humid, which is the least um, the, which is the least likely conditions in which this is transmitted or or um, is that shed,
2: true, Dr David off
1: Well, yeah, that's what I hear. It's the heat and then the humidity, which is why flu is so much less likely in the warm months, and so the the likelihood in the fall. Is in is 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 uh, significantly higher. So I I'm just I'm worried about the state of indoor experiences in general, and so comedy is.
2: But how do you account for what's going on in Brazil?
1: What's going on in Brazil? I it? mean,
2: the numbers are well, like... In terms of the humidity
0: good. and the.
1: Well, that's how contagious this stuff is. I mean, if you're indoors. In the, um, in the fall and you have not flattened the curve or eliminated a lot of the probability, you're gonna, you know, I don't know. The whole I mean, thing
0: started from one person. So as long as there's even one person left that has it, once we stop lockdown, the whole thing could start over again. So I, I don't understand uh, what we're waiting for because if we're waiting for eliminated entirely, I don't know if that's feasible, and if we're
1: waiting. Well, I was I was reading that some notable epidemiologists that was involved in the programming in Sweden, and their idea of herd immunity um, was that this thing is you're not going to just stomp it out until there's a vaccine, and it's going to continue to linger, and the best thing we can do is social distance and st- still stay in business. And they said that America either you go go full Asian lockdown or You go herd immunity. But if you try to do it in between, it becomes a game of whack-a-mole. And so their position is that um, we did it very wrong. Uh, Go hard or go home is what the Swede basically said. But nobody in America can listen. So you can't uniformly get people to wear masks. Everybody's going to show up when they shouldn't because we lack an Asian discipline. And that's what's what's going to jam us up. You understand what's going on? We lack a discipline in this country.
0: We have, we have a frontier spirit, you know. We
1: No, society. not anymore. We just lack discipline. We used to have a frontier spirit, stopped. in which case, yeah. It's
2: really terrible. Yeah. I, mean, I I would say that the way that COVID has been handled in America is probably one of the greatest failures um, of which there have been many um, of the past yeah. 100 years easily.
1: Yeah, listen, it's not good and it's even less good in urban centers. So we'll we'll see, you know, knock on wood. If if you were watching the stock market, you'd never know there were any issues at all. I mean, it, it's a strange disconnect, but um that's uh neither here nor there. Um
0: so, D, any, any news with uh, a, a fatherhood with, uh, or with your divorce or any, any interesting tidbits? Any from-
1: news? I just told you my kid's 19 months old, had a heart on the length, of, the length of a baby spoon. You understand? My kid is all man. He's ready to go, baby.
0: Well, yes. Um, okay. Um, as far as, like, the I...
1: Your kid's got a pole the size of a chapstick. You understand?
0: Which I guess for 19 months is pretty good.
1: Oh, such a poll. At 19 months, a full chapstick? You I mean, is
0: there, you know, we often talk about penis size as adults. Uh, is there a difference with regard to ch- children penis size? I mean, adults often there's variation, as we know, you know, but I don't know that there's much variation in, in children. I don't. I don't necessarily think that there is. I think all children have roughly the same size. Um, I'm not sure. If that's I, was, the case. I, I, I haven't really looked or done research. And when I was a kid, I didn't notice. Is. But I don't know that there's any diff, major. Well, difference.
1: If there were ever an area to to avoid, topic wise, it's not the love boat. It's the size of young children's pieces. That would be the area you want to avoid. <laughs> well, I, I was just you know,
2: thinking. I don't with, know why with, we with, can't. With get due res- one with
0: respect, episode. you brought it up, but but uh,
1: I brought it up because it was my kid, and it's an innocent thing, and there's nothing wrong with it, and it was a funny. Sort of observation because if you've never been around kids and you don't know, it's a it's it was sort of surprising. I mean, there's nothing lascivious about it. Well, it's I just, didn't mean it lasciviously just, uh,
0: either. I'm just saying scientifically. I understand. I know.
1: Now, not not, I remember I as a little know.
0: kid, uh, all the older kids were talking about. mike I got a big cock. How big's your cock? You got a big cock. You know, the older kids in the neighborhood. And as yeah, I don't remember kid,
1: that. I don't remember that.
0: I remember because I remember thinking to myself, "Why? Who cares how big your cock is? Do I need to? It just I because as a as a five, six, seven year old, whatever it is, it's that's all. It's just you're aiming your urine with. Who was talking about that at older that boys, age? The that older anybody. boys.
2: How old? The older
1: boys. How? Well, you're talking like twenty six, twenty six. Why? what how old? I you think. I think I think the were eleven,
0: that and they heard it from their older brothers. So it was like it was like it, it got transmitted down. And oh, somehow talking about it? Okay. I remember right. people I remember at summer camp, I was ten years old. Hey, I got a big I was big Chicago, you got a big car. Yeah, I just heard it from I've... the older kids or from the movies or whatever. Yeah, very 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 and maybe and maybe they knew what the significance of it was because maybe they were more educated on the matter.
1: I'm just surprised that it was happening at scale. I didn't realize you went to porn summer camp. I had never heard more than a couple of kids mention pea size. Apparently, on bunk number 14, where you were living, every kid in the room was talking about cock size. It just surprises me, that's all.
0: Well, we were 10, so I assume that some of the kids probably knew what sex was and might've actually known what the significance of penis size was. As I always say, the two things I never understood as a young boy is the significance of penis size and oil. Those are the two things that seem to obsess adults. Oil? Was, yeah, oil. I never understood why adults would talk about oil all the time. Like, oh, oil, plenty oil, black gold.
1: Oh, 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 I see what you're talking about. It was an economic conversation. They were talking about the price of well, oil. I didn't know how
0: important oil was, and it's I didn't know the importance size. of a large penis.
1: No, it's, no, I see. That's a fascinating observation made by a, by a madman.
0: But yeah, I get it. I just thought oil you know. was what you put in the door to make it. I just figured all oh, this because they're. I'd also talk about what if we run out of oil, and I'm thinking, well, I guess we'll have squeaky doors. Right. But is it right. that
1: squeaky right. Well, also in the 70s, the price of oil skyrocketed, which was very impactful to the average Americans. You know? Well, there the, was that
0: the gas. You know, there were ga- I understood the importance of gas. I didn't know the gas came from oil. I yes, didn't make that I connection. Understand. You understand? Yes. I I thought oil was just again. I thought oil was you know oil. Like oil. you... You had oil is like the Tin Man. You know the Tin Man needs oil. No, no, listen.
1: You had a lot on your plate. I mean, in your at ten years old, you were still digesting all of the the range of penis sizes associated with everybody in your bunk that was talking about whether or not they had a fifteen year old uh, uh, a cousin that had a pole on. Them. I mean, yeah, no, that's interesting. That is interesting, right?
2: I don't know why we can't make it through one episode without me having to do mental gymnastics about what part I have to edit out.
0: <laughs> what, 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 why would you have to edit out any of those? That that, uh, uh, that's mentioned discussion. That is humor.
2: I don't know. The children with the penis side. Because because no,
0: no. It's nothing it's like, lascivious. It's an, it's an innocent penis I was just uh, wondering whether there's any variation amongst younger folks. It's
2: a delicate time.
0: It it's a delicate, delicate
1: time like time well the, actually yeah it's a delicate time but unless but if you don't mention the race of the child i don't think anybody's gonna you know i don't think there'll be any issues on social media it's, it's, it's only delicate in certain areas
0: right oh it's also delicate because of the the issue of of pedophilia has become uh something that we discussed that
1: uh, couple <clears throat> oh, of oh you're talking about uh, no, no, but that's not pedophilia. I mean, I understand the word
0: is being thrown around.
2: Pedophilia <laughs> is when somebody's... Pedophilia. That's yeah, I not mean, That's not pedophilia. You no, know,
0: you get wrapped up with that's a... That's the word that people have been using to describe these... Well, episodes. they're using
1: the wrong word. I mean, I can't take responsibility for them not knowing the definition of the word they're using.
2: <clears throat> that's um, something of particular... Sensitivity,
1: sensitivity, if you will.
2: Sensitivity. Yes, I agree. That. Um, I have a question. Yes. Did that right. tattoo say "Mad" or "Dad"?
1: Where? I got a lot of
2: them. I just see "AD."
1: Oh no, no, it's my father's initials, "AD." Oh. His, his initials, Alan Davidoff. So yeah, it's just "AD." You know, when I was at, when when I when I was younger, yeah, no, I've always liked um, uh, tattoos. I'm not quite sure why, and part of it was just you know. Cultural and socioeconomic, as as so many young people's decisions are. Uh, if I had it to do over, I I might not ink up. But um,
2: really? why? They're great.
1: Yeah, no, I mean I don't have any major issue with them I just um, as long as people don't attribute too much significance to like yeah this was when I like you know just take care of your kid you know whether or not you got his initials on your arm just make sure you do the right thing by the kid there are all kinds of people that show up twice a year to well, well, their kid's birthday party and then Christmas but they have them tattooed on their arm. Hey, do, you have, have any,
0: do you have any Emerson tattoos? No. How, how many ex-girlfriend and ex-wife tattoos are on your body?
1: None. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, well, I mean, the process I am now, I have one that says Jess, but it's like, um, and then one, that was older one that was covered up. But after you have several tattoos, it's not that big of a deal. If I have a name that's written right here, I can turn that into an eagle, baby. I can turn that (laughs) into a bird or an Indian sign. It's not hard to do. I mean, you know, I once... I once saw a prostitute that had a uh, ties bitch written across her neck. It's a T Y apostrophe S written big across her neck. That's a problem. But if you have a small lettering, you know, somebody's first name on your arm, it's you can get that done over in fifteen minutes. They'll knock it right out and it's that too far.
0: Well as you stay you probably, away from you know, me. As you probably know I don't have any ink. I yeah, it would be ridiculous for me to have ink. It's just so not It's not just
1: style. We get it. It's not just style. That would be absurd.
0: It would be me trying to be something that I'm not. Um,
2: Well, well, what does that mean? How so?
0: Well, I just, I'm just, to me, look, I grew up, I'm old school, first of all. I grew up at a time when you had ink meant you were in the military or you were a biker or you had done time. Now, all of a sudden, you know, everybody has tattoos. So it's taken me a while to adjust to that. But even, even there... I feel like uh, I, I, I'm, even by today's standards, I'm not a tattoo type person. Um, you know, to me, there's a certain. You been,
1: have you been to the Genius Bar at an Apple store lately? I mean, you know, it's, you know, but I got, I understand what you're saying. When I grew up, they were not common too among certain socioeconomics. So they, I mean, but I grew up, you know, in a shitty environment. So they were common among the people I knew. But yeah, I got, yeah. They're not, they were not, yeah.
2: How old yeah, anyway. were you, when you, first you got, when you got your first test? Oh, I was like
1: 18. Like 18. Like just turning legal age.
2: And then how often do you get them? Like are you still yeah, getting yeah, them? Or? Every,
1: yeah, every every year, every couple of years, even I'd be walking around someplace or I'd be on the road and I'd stop in and get something. But um, I don't know. I mean, it's – there is some – yeah, I don't – I. I I'm not sure. I mean, I think early on. I think it's more uh, superficial and aesthetic. Even though, like, some of the stuff is from books and things that are very meaningful to me. But you know, you write that on your soul. Whether or not you have it tatted on your arm, what's the difference? But um, somebody once said it's important to commit to the things that you love, and they were talking about things that they had tattooed on their body. But I don't see it as important. And it's it can be important. It depends what you do with it. But I don't. I mean, I enjoy the way ink lo- looks, I think.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I ever asked you if you miss doing stand-up. I, I don't think, I know yeah. a lot of comics have, 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 have said that they miss it. I don't know if I, I ever think, asked you that question.
1: Yeah, I think it's a good question. I, you, I think you answered it, which is you don't miss it, the thing that much. You miss right. the sort of circumstances I miss the social around it. I miss the social
0: yes. of it. Yeah, I and guess I, I did address that.
1: I miss all of that as well. And I've had these thoughts you know, that, uh, that like, like a premise that you'd want to build into something. And so I miss having the ability to go on and make connections with people and, you know, and sort of th- that creative process. I miss like, you know, trying to create a, a new piece of something, but also stand-up, although the stand-up part is inseparable from some of the social part, and I feel isolated. So it makes me miss it that much more. What, what about the road? I mean... Uh, yeah, well, I, I miss know. the paychecks. Um, I miss the paychecks and I miss um, aspects of the road. Yeah, because <clears throat> it felt like... I don't know, it just feels more engaging than the groundhog-type day that is more associated with this COVID landscape, you know? But well, it's astounding.
0: Um, We're almost in July. I mean, this thing started in mid or early May... Uh, the amount of yeah. time, is March, just yeah. insane in March, March rather no, March. March. I, mean, I meant yeah. March. Yeah, just uh, insane how long we've been living this way.
1: It really is, and and it's the perhaps the more challenging aspect of it is that it ain't coming to a close anytime soon.
0: Well, we just don't know. I mean, as you said, so we do know. We do know it's not going to end
1: in the next month and a half. We know yes, that.
0: We know that. Whether it's and we are, and Broadway, by the way, I think just announced they're not opening until January 2021, so. You've
1: got Disney, you've got Broadway, you've got pro sports, you've got every bar in New York City. You're going to have a drink on the sidewalk. What happens when it comes to the fall, especially for single people and young people? It's like, you're going to lock yourself in your apartment? It's one thing if you've already led that life and you have a wife and a kid or you, you know, I mean, it's tough on people psychologically, you know, and all the other ways it's tough.
0: Well, your kid, uh, as I mentioned, by the time he's even aware, it'll all be over. Right? I mean, you know, he, he gets to just be a kid through all of this. And then when he's yeah, three know, or four and actually knows what the hell's going on, you'll be able to say, you won't believe what just happened. That's right. You know, <laughs> because he's not, he, he doesn't, I mean, I don't even know if, if at 19 months you're even, I, maybe you are, I have no memory of it. If, if you're yeah. no, kind of aware of anything. No, very.
2: going to remember anything. No.
0: You know, no. And for know him, well. you know, who will?
2: My son will. He's Your son probably
0: will, will never forget, you know. Um, this for him is a big deal. But for, for Emerson, in 19 months, he's doing what he would have done anyway. He's, he, he's crapping his pants. He's, he's, yeah. he's running around the yard and he's doing what he might otherwise he's have doing
1: been doing done. He's doing what he does, you know. <laughs> I saw him, yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, they're missing out on socialization, you know. I mean, that's not, that's not, a healthy, normal thing for any of us, including very small children. Well, what
0: is what, what socialization does a 19-month-old have, necessarily? A lot. I, mean, I don't really I mean, recall.
2: They, well, you, they, but, you, they go to little classes, and they have little friends, and, you know, they're around other kids. It's how you learn to function in the world.
1: It is. I had to read my kid a book uh, earlier this afternoon called Teeth Are Not For Biting and Hands Are Not For Hitting because the kid is slapping at things and then he'll try to, you know, he's not sure yet. But when you socialize the kid, you let him know that, you know. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I I mean,
0: yeah, I don't recall doing much socialization till like three years old, but maybe. Well, I I oh, I can
1: tell, I can I like tell. My memory
0: over. could be faulty or that could just be how it was.
2: No, you um, you wouldn't remember, though. I mean, or
0: I don't remember. You know, I'm sure my parents took me, whatever to you know to the beach, and I played on the, in the sand, and I put sand. In but the you bus. had you
1: had two sisters, right Dan?
0: Yeah, well, I had two sisters. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's so- a
1: form of socialization. If you're an yeah. only child, although my, you know, Jessica has a friend, and they play with the, with the, the, the her friend's daughter, and we still go to the playground. I had him at the playground today and so in new york city playgrounds are back open by the way yeah they're all they're all opening up so i don't that know. wise well it seems like a lot of the transmission isn't outdoors in the sun and on the open air but I, I don't know what's wise anymore i mean
0: but as you said like when the fall hits then what do we do you can't hang out outside are we back to lockdown you know and do we have the the um resolve to do this again
2: Yeah. And forget fall. What about winter?
1: Yeah, that's right. What about winter? Yeah. Um, Fall
2: is like you can function outside in the fall. It's, you know, what about, you know, February?
1: I don't think that the resolve is there on a national level to initiate another, um, you know, the big lockdown i, I just I, I don't see the will there, and I see the economic impact being so profound that the underlying comorbidities is the word comorbidity um being so negative that they'll really question whether or not you know i don't think there will i don't think both i mean
2: being- you, you understand that Europe is banning Americans from entering the continent at this point like they're looking at this uh, us like you know we were just like the biggest morons on the planet
1: yeah yeah well, no no they they they, you know, at the end of the day
2: but if
0: if all we're doing if all we're doing by locking down is slowing the process maybe it's better to just let let things go because if we're all going to get it anyway then you know what's the sense you know prolonging it i guess the sense would be you get a vaccine yeah.
2: which i don't i'd like to go on and say this vaccine stuff is fucking nonsense there i mean there's never been a vaccine in the history of medicine that's been turned around that quickly
1: right yeah yeah i've heard that as well, well I the flu never-
0: vaccines are different every year i believe I believe every year the flu vaccine is slightly different because there are different strains of flu. So in that, in that sense, there are new vaccines, I believe.
2: Yeah, but the flu vaccine doesn't necessarily prohibit you from getting the
0: flu. No, but it is very helpful. It, 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 it lessens the impact a great deal. It's very, very helpful. And we've also never had the entire resources of the world working on a vaccine, you know, with the, this level of intensity. So I think that that's a factor as well.
1: Right, yeah, that's a factor. Yeah,
2: I'd like to balance that out also by saying I've no idea what I'm talking about.
0: Well, that's well, yeah, but <laughs> part of your you brain. <laughs> there are plenty
1: of PhDs on both sides of that argument, so I'm not sure that knowing what we're talking about actually makes a difference here. I mean, you can find you got doctors that don't see it coming, and other doctors are pretty confident there'll be a vaccine. I don't know, I don't no, know uh, what to think.
0: We're almost uh, at the end, but I do want to uh, ask, and I, I sent you a quick text about this, you know, about the idea of bringing guests into the bonus podcast, which so far it's just been us, but you know, uh, we only talk about your child's erection or yeah, my hair so many, so, so many times, Right. and unless something brand new comes up, you know, then maybe it's worth inviting I don't know who, who who are people you enjoy talking to Dove I know well, you listen mentioned I, Dov, I, mean,
1: mean. I mean in the event, if you actually want things to uh, to discuss, I mean you can just run the top five things in addition to whatever you wanted uh, in 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 addition to that, there could be the top five search you know trending things on Google like there's always a million things to talk about you don't need somebody else but
2: that
0: that's actually
2: to, uh, a really good idea I like that idea um, I don't mind that,
0: but Dove doesn't necessarily love talk about pop culture necessarily no, no 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 no
1: no i said the top trending things and i i'm fine talking about pop culture in in the context of me not necessarily knowing and so i would try to make something funny or engaging or have a comment about it i'm not gonna i'm not i want to talk all day about justin bieber but who the fuck does i mean if you're talking about things that are trending it's going to be political it's going to be cultural it's going to be racial it'll be interesting i'm not that's worried about that. Try
2: that that's a good idea Yeah. I mean, literally just pull the top five
1: trending thing on Google that week. And whatever the most interesting ones are, the top 10, you pull five of them. And then in addition to whatever's going on in our lives, and then in addition to that, you get a Todd Beret, you get an Al Toucher, you get, you know, we can figure something out.
2: But with all due respect, I mean, I think the idea is is that um, you guys are the... um, the talent here right we're, we're not trying to farm out and get other people oh, but the, ta-
0: the ta- talent part, part of the part of the talent is learning how to it's like playing an yeah, instrument yeah. you know yeah. i've got I, i'm playing the todd barry over here yes, yeah right. we so that do that one one twice one. a week so right. it's
2: like you guys need to step up to the plate and right. you know right. shine shine bright honey
0: yeah shine bright boy well, the difference being is the other the guests on the, uh, the the Noam podcast tend to be more political, tend to talk about issues where, uh, you know. Listen, Joe,
1: so why don't why don't you try to why don't we try to you know get one guest a month? We'll have somebody on once a month, once out of every four times, or or if you want, twice, you know, you try that.
0: Okay, so possibilities are Al Toucher, Todd Beret... Yeah, sure. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll, a we'll,
1: bit. some other things. Yeah, thing, you can. Go write down any list of comedians. I mean, you know, nobody has anything to do right now. I mean, we can get plenty of comedians.
2: Well, Although Todd Barry and Al both had things to do tonight. So. Well, he, if you if you talk
1: to them <laughs> 10 minutes before the podcast, you know, they've got to mentally prepare. That's what being on the edge psychologically
2: is. I'm
0: skeptical is. that Todd Barry had anything to do. I just think he didn't want to do it. Which no, is not true. Targeted.
2: That's not true. He had another show. I believe him. He, oh, said he might have had, had
0: another Zoom.
1: He might have had another Zoom, Zoom. Todd is very involved with his cat. Yeah, He's I know Todd close. is a
0: cat lover.
1: He's a uh, cat lover. We go, so we can talk about that. But uh, we'll talk about. There
2: that are that. people. Hey, What's that? There are people who; those are the kinds of people that they are. They're uh, they have these relationships with their animals.
1: Yes. Um, that's
2: right. which is something. I well, know. you
1: know, that's uh, look. You we can't pathologize. Things, unless of course they're preventing those people from achieving some objective in their life. In which case, if you're not really able to sustain a relationship, but you're super involved with your cat, then there may be an issue. But otherwise, you know, we'll talk to that. Uh, we'll talk to that. Todd beret
2: I know oh, somebody. I, okay, go ahead. Never mind. I'm,
0: I'm saying, you know, so superior. So if you could put Todd beret on the calendar,
2: he's. I. I will. <laughs> try to,
0: hey, bye. Oh, in terms of, Dan,
1: in terms of uh, social media, you know, that branding stuff, so what can I tweet out? I mean, other than just a link and, like, a static picture of what we're doing right now, is there anything that I can, like, uh, I'm have, I'm, get,
2: I'm waiting for a little video. Okay. <laughs> all
0: right. All right. All, good. all right. So we'll see you, uh, I guess that's it for today, and we'll see you next time. God bless. i on the table. The bonus episode podcast at comedysally dot com for comments and suggestions. And bye we'll see uh, you
2: Bye bye. Bye guys.